Welcome everyone to another edition of the Dress of a Watch podcast. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Yeah, can you hear me? Can yes, I can hear, hear you. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. I yeah, no problem. No problem. Don't worry. I was uh, having shisha with my friends. Uh, okay, no, no problem. Uh, thank you, thank you for doing this and agreeing to do it. Very nice of you. Um, so, right, it's okay. Very good. You're, yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you for having. Thank you for doing this, and thank you for having me on. Yeah, very. My pleasure. My pleasure. So. So I'm doing this, this show to um, open up a platform for like-minded enthusiasts and to share a bit the passion around watches right now during this yeah. special situation. Um, and um, as, I, uh, as I have a little background um, in Asia, I actually grew up in Hong Kong. Um, okay. I was following what, uh, what you were doing and um, I uh, really find it interesting to have different kinds of people from all around the world on the show. So, so I'm very happy to have you here today. Uh, thank you, thank you. I mean, uh, I'm happy to share. Uh, I think I share the same philosophy as you. Uh, you know, what I've done really has just grown from my passion for watches. Um, and it's been an amazing journey that I'm happy to share with all your guests today. Thank you very much. So how did you actually get into, into watches? Uh, so it's nothing really like glamorous. Basically, um, you know, I'd, I'd like done cars or I had a nice car, you know, I got my first home and then uh, I you know, started looking at like basically improving my lifestyle. So eating fine at dining and then, uh, you know, menswear and bespoke suits, all this kind of stuff. And then a, and a shoes and inevitably you're going to end up on a watch, right? Yeah. And it's just so deep. There's just so much to know that um, I just want to just once you start reading, you get enticed in. And I had a friend, a colleague at the time, he uh, one day he went took me out for dinner and he bought a new watch. And yeah. it was the Rolex Datejust, and it was a, a vintage model. Uh, and he was showing me this watch, uh, which I had nothing, you know, I knew nothing about. And I, I remember thinking, like, oh, yeah, he spent, like, over £2,000. I think it was two, two and a half thousand pounds on this watch, which for me is, like, a lot. Of, you know, I was thinking, that's a lot of money, man, to put down on a watch, right? I mean, what's, what makes this so worth it? And then um, that's what really forced me to read because I didn't like the fact that, you know, I didn't appreciate something or there must be something to this that yeah. I don't get. Because even when you go like bespoke shoes, bespoke, bespoke shoes can be expensive, but still not the level of uh, watches. No, um, definitely not. <laughs> right. So I just wanted to educate myself. And then I started reading about uh, his model and then other models, the brands, the brand stories the brand's flagship stores. So I, yeah, I just, that's how I got into watches. And my first watch was, um, 
an Amiga Seamaster professional, which was um, the, the Pierce Brosnan uh, 007 one. Um, and I had done a lot of research. I'd done yeah. like six months of research um, for my first purchase. Um, and I still remember it was in the town next to me and I found the buyer, the seller on eBay and I was checking everything, box papers, you know, reading everything about the fakes, everything. And then um, I think probably most people listening will realize when you, like, when you commit a large, like at the time it's a large amount of money, right? Yeah. You really want to make sure. And it's a big barrier on spending X amount of money on something like and then you know i think you get it when you spend uh over ten thousand pounds and thirty thousand pounds it's a mental barrier oh yeah i'm putting thirty thousand pounds to buy a watch here you know yeah yeah so it, it yeah so i had that mental barrier um but then i overcame it and then yeah i got the watch cool do you still have it no i don't have it i sold it to because it wasn't getting any wrist time yeah. So as I, I kept it for a long time. And then as I started to meet more collectors um, and I was learning more, I naturally wanted to upgrade and then, uh, or just try something new. And so I, because sh- it wasn't getting any risk time, I shifted it out and then, you know, put the money to something else and got something else. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. And, uh, and are you like, do you, do you combine, um, some emotional value with your watches? Like I know some people, they, they, they buy a watch because they've had an, 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 a success or something. Um, and other people, they buy the watch to appreciate the look, to wear it. And then at some point to upgrade or trade it in. Um, um, yeah, because I think, uh, you can buy a lot of watches, right? Um, and there are, first of all, there are many types of different collectors out there and however Mm -hmm. they want to have their collecting journey uh, is totally fine. And I totally respect that. But there are, you know, there are collectors that are simply hoarders, you know, they just buy, 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 buy. Um, some buy very, very expensive pieces and buy, 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 buy some, you know, I'm not one of those collectors. So I, uh, I bought like my second watch after that for Christmas as a Christmas present to me. I think it was my 30th birthday. Yeah, it was my 30th birthday. And then after that, I try and limit to about one piece a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then try and isolate it to something special. So yeah. it, it kind of like um, makes buyers regret a lot less. Yeah, because you'll be thinking about the watch for a lot longer. Because I always think if you can, if you're still thinking about this watch, three months down the line, you must actually quite like it. Yeah, you know, if you watched all the YouTube videos on it, read all the blogs on this model, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know everything about it, then you probably really want it. Yeah, and yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it's more significant if you have a milestone in your life and then you tie it in with that and you kind of reward yourself. I think these things we kind of do to ourselves and give that moment in your life a bit more meaning. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably one of those. Because I also, you know, have some pieces that were handed down to me, you know, that are very important to me. So, you know, I would never let those go. Yeah. yeah. 
That's that's cool. I I really like that. I do I do the same or very very similar. I I usually tie the watch to to a special event or some emotional value for me. Um, to like uh, for example, I just finished or uh, last year I finished my studies and then I wanted to buy this watch, but I never found it, and I still I still haven't found it. So the right one, but it will definitely be this piece that will remind me of this this situation and this achievement basically. Yeah, I think, um, like I said, you can buy so many watches and then, you know, you, you like them at the time and they sit on the side and you don't wear them. It's a shame. Yeah. So I, I don't feel bad about selling my first watch at all. You know, I actually held on to it for a long time and it was not getting any risk time, I think. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, this is a waste of waste of money. Yeah. You know, and it was a watch I bought myself, and uh, it's not like a particularly rare watch or anything. You know, that you know, there's so many of them. So if you hold, even even when you get rid of pieces, if you hold on to it until you really, really know you want to get rid of it, yeah. then you probably don't get, you know, get too 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 heartbroken. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. I've actually never sold a piece um, yet. Um, but but I've been in a couple of situations where I thought maybe I'd like to to sell this piece and um, but um, I haven't I haven't actually sold one yet so so we'll, well see. Well, another reason as well because I wanted to for for me I want to experience many um, aspects of watch collecting yeah and the watch industry and selling and getting rid of a piece is an experience that I had never had before yeah so I wanted to experience how difficult is it to get rid of this piece. Um, what what is the process when we're buying? We're all, like we did the research, like I said, with the YouTube and the blogs and everything. But what actually do you do when you want to sell the watch? So I want to understand how collectors think, you know. So that's that's why I also did it. That's yeah, a cool it's a cool process. I I uh, I definitely can learn from that. So it's it's very nice to have to 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 share this experience. And for me, it's also. Mm, very helpful because with every person I talk, I gain more experience in this field, and I really enjoy that. And I also want to to share that experience with others as well. Yeah, um, I'm very fortunate that I've met a lot of collectors, so I get to see a lot of pieces that you know I just used to see uh, on the blogs, you know, like Grail pieces. Um, so it definitely changes your perspective. Yeah, and you learn a lot more through the collectors. So just by talking, you know, you pick yeah. up a lot more. Yeah, which is always the value of the community. Definitely. So, so while we are on the topic of community, how how did you get into um, creating the Shanghai Watch Gang? Actually, well, I you know with, with many of these things, yeah, you never actually go out to do it. You don't think <laughs> I'm going to do the Shanghai Watch Gang, right? But then. Um, Basically, there were three of us in Shanghai who met up by opportune circumstances. Um, it was really, really random. And it wasn't actually about watches. It was to sort out a problem. And through that, we actually ended up talking about watches and realizing that three of us really like watches. And then we opened a bottle of whiskey and then we we're just talking about watches the whole evening. And we thought, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we did this again, right? We didn't even think about more people. We said, what if we do this again? <laughs> and then we did it again because it was so enjoyable. Very soon, 
and it was like somebody you know in that group like Kelvin, Kelvin and Austin they brought like more people and then just word of mouth spread right and um, clearly there was uh, a niche that you know a need for such a thing where people wanted to actually meet because we live in a very well even more so now a very virtual world with yeah. Instagram and there's only so much you can do on Instagram True. eventually you know you meet a collector and you actually want to meet him you want to feel feel the pieces you want to hear his story and you can only do so much on Instagram so you it's going like back to full circle and seeing because um, I think watches are great but we have to remember watches are just a piece of metal right True. we give them stories we yeah. give them the soul so it's people that are actually the most interesting part so through that I've been very fortunate to meet most of my very, very good friends now. You know how, you know, you see a guy wearing a piece, a particular piece, and you know, I'm going to click with this guy. Yeah, and there's no, yeah, I'm just totally going to click. So it's become a really good way to make friends everywhere in the world. You know, whenever you go anywhere for a business trip, you can, like, give someone a call, and they're, like, really happy to see you. They take care of you. So, so yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely cool. I mean, um, I, I really enjoy that as well. So... So uh, this, this, this aspect of, of me interviewing people is also, is also something about um, getting to know people more and getting to know their stories and eventually having, having you know, maybe making some friends and everything. So, so that's, that's a very cool part. And um, I actually um, wrote to you because I spent a lot of time in, in Asia when, while working. And at the time, I think... Maybe Hello, Thomas. Hey. So yeah, at no, the time when Mr. I... Mr. Parazzi's here. He's someone I admire very much. Yeah. He supported, he supported the Shanghai Watch Gang uh, very early. Um, he's a, a fountain of knowledge. So he's just joined. So I was just saying hello. Ah, very good. Very good. Yeah, very good. I think uh, he, he did a show yesterday, right? With... Yes, he did it with Andy. Yeah, I saw that And actually, one. He, told, he told the story of how he got into watches. And, you know, it's things like this that really inspire me, you know, like... I'm now I, I, you know, I know a lot of people from the brands or from, uh, from, you know, auction houses and the people really make like, when I see somebody wearing a watch, maybe like Thomas or, or like other people I look up to, I want to have that watch maybe, you know, likewise, if I see a guy who I, you know, I thought the watch is really cool and I don't want to aspire to be like him. I, it turns me off. Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I was just saying that I, that I usually spent uh, a lot of time in Asia and I, and I really um, was looking for some people to, to connect actually. And then, and then I found, I found your group and then I think I, I wrote to you a couple of times and then we got in touch and then this situation happened. And so, so I find it very fortunate to, to have you here today. So thank you. Ah, the, the pleasure is mine. Um, when people reach out to me, uh, if they take time to write to me, I will always take time to write back to them. Um, if they leave like a fire sign or a smiley sign, I generally don't, <laughs> but yeah, cause there's too many messages. Yeah, um, but a lot of people see, see my page and they think, wow, you know, I don't know how to reach out or, you know, mentally, you know, this guy is playing with these watches. I'm, I'm playing with it. You know, I don't really care. You know, I'm all about the watches. Right. And what I'll say is I started somewhere 
we all started somewhere, right? So I won't forget how I felt, you know, and how the new generation and new people need to come into watch collecting and they need some support. I'm happy to do that. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And, and, and how often do you, do you guys like make these, do these meetups and, and how, do, how does it work now with, with the Shanghai Watch Gang? We how many meet people up are about, you? we're right about now. 400 people now. Wow, 400. Yeah, wow. yeah. And we, um, it's quite random. Like I'll group up people and we have a place in Shanghai with our dedicated watch corner and uh, we will meet up like just like that i'll reach out to everybody and then the word goes and then they'll just come over cool. yeah yeah very cool and 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 the group is i think i think you mentioned the group is from all around the world right Main, mainly mainly based well the thing is chinese people they're everywhere right so we've got quite a big community in australia obviously the whole apac region obviously china itself um some people in vancouver we're obviously linked with uh other watch clubs around the world turkey watch club uh greece watch club you know we talked to singapore watch club so i think the next step will be potentially trying to bring the clubs together yeah and um bringing a massive community it's always interesting now where we're transcending that and actually okay we understand the collectors and Yes, collectors generally, no matter what culture you are, they're actually the same. But it's also interesting to understand everybody's culture. Yeah. You know, we all like, watches is a great entry, but we all like good food, for example. We like traveling. We like seeing new things. We like learning. So it's just facilitated that. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. You find like-minded people and, and usually they they do have very, very similar interests as well. And I think the cool part about watches, it gets people to tell stories and you have an instant um, topic to talk about, which is, which is very, very emotional as well. Yeah, I still, I still, before it was all about the watches and like looking at the watches, learning, feeling the pieces, knowing about finishing, now how this is constructed, knowing what the brand's actually, the philosophy is. But more and more increasingly, it's, it's the people. Like, I love meeting the people. I meet yeah. some amazing people that I would not have met through, you know, without watches. So I'm very, very thankful for watches for giving this to me, you know. Obviously, I still love watches, you know. <laughs> but, like, the people make it fantastic. You know, when you, we're just having Shisha now and we're talking about watches, yeah. you know. We're talking about Odysseus. We're talking about the new Zeit work. We're talking about the uh, new FP genre resonance. You know, the, we, you know, we could, likewise, we could straight talk to way about the, talk about the Cartier crash, you know, and then talk about, you know, other pieces. So it's very, and educating yourself, you know. So, so uh, while you're at it, which one was your favorite release out of the, the, the watches that were released at Watches and Wonders? Uh, well, I have a soft spot for Langer. <laughs> right and uh, Pat's already written that Langer yeah me too so me too. yeah I, I, you know the Zeitwerk Minute Repeater is pretty awesome um, not sure I could ever afford it but just to admire that uh, I think the blues are really nice um, and it's a Minute Repeater and I just love Langer you know for what they stand for yeah yeah I'm a big Odysseus fan I uh, I, uh, I actually when I saw it the first time I was I was 
I don't know, I was irritated by the bracelet, to be honest, the metal bracelet, the steel yeah. version. And then I had the chance to, to put it on my wrist in Hong Kong at the boutique, which was amazing and, and uh, still definitely would like to put that wrist. Well, uh, put that, that, that Odysseus in pictures, yeah. I, I think a lot of people can judge on, well, you know, there's two sides of it. A lot of people now can judge a picture and they think, I don't want to see the piece. Or they read it's 44 millimeters and they think, oh, I'll never buy that. And they'll never actually go and see the piece. Likewise, I think, watch companies need to realize that people do think like that. So the pictures are, have to be quite good. And I think watches and wonders, maybe because of the manufacturers being closed, they're very computer generated. You don't really get an idea of the piece, right? Like how it actually looks realistically. I think the Odysseus is a piece like that. I've seen it in the wild, uh, maybe, when I say wild, I've seen someone that's the people that bought it, they yeah. wear it. Yeah. I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, actually a lot cooler than maybe when you see it in the boutique or on the pictures. Yeah, yeah there's an issue with the bracelet and some people talk about the design. I, I think it's very Langer. Yeah. But you can always uh, put it off if you want to. You can put on something else if you'd like. Yeah, I think, I think with watches, right? If you don't believe in the watch, you can't put anything off, right? If you, if you really like the watch, and you feel really good about wearing it, you put it off. Yeah. 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 So, so, so in my, well, in my opinion, the Vacheron. yeah, the Vacheron was pretty cool too. Yeah. Vacheron was, yeah, Vacheron cool was too. nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm so, happy so, that Vacheron did that as well because it shows a, probably a more relevant direction now. Yeah. You know? so I, I hopefully they continue that. Yeah. It's very cool. It's very, it's very cool. Yeah. I, I come from a, I come from a, a other perspective in terms of style. I really like to to encourage the looks of the watches and not just have them sit as they come out of the manufacturer. So I try different things. So maybe you can see that I have the the Milgaus here on a yeah. on a on a camouflage strap versus what you normally see with the metal brace. I've got a few watches. I've got a couple with my friends here. Let me. Hey, yeah. give me your watches. <laughs> give me your watches. Huh? Your bag of blow ain't gonna wait. Lungman, put your pants on. <laughs> <laughs> right, so yeah. we've got like, uh, I, I can't, is, is it clear? Is yeah, it? a bit, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not uh, this, but, but it's okay. It's, okay, it's a Langenhain. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> okay. Where's your piece? Yeah. Yeah. So just to just to show you, so we've got uh, uh, this Langer, and then we've got yeah. the Lang and Hain. So these are my friends, yeah. and I've turned up today. But it's still a cool piece. Yeah. And this is what watch collecting is about, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you can come up with anything and be accepted and stay humble and learn things, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely true. Definitely true. Yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. Thank you very much, Daniel, for, 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 oh, for, for doing this. It was a pleasure talking to you. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, you're very welcome. I'll do it anytime.
if Thank it's for the watch community, I'm always free. Very good, very good. Maybe we can maybe we can do it again sometime. Yeah. We'll be Thank cool. you for taking the time out. Yeah. Thank you very much as well. Okay. Have a nice All have right. a nice evening. Okay, you too. Thank you. Stay safe everybody. Yeah, definitely stay safe everyone. Thank you. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, so thank you again for everyone that was joining in. Thank you for Daniel from Shanghai Watch Gang to agreeing uh, to do this interview. It was very, very interesting to hear his story and the story behind the Shanghai Watch Gang. And it is definitely true what he was saying that um, meeting like-minded people, enjoying the passion and talking about the people, meeting them and hearing their stories. And I think that's what it's all about for us to get to know each other, meet friends even, or make friends even, and have a good time. So in that sense, I wish you all a nice evening and I hope you all stay, stay safe. Thank you for watching. It's been a pleasure. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.